With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Shut Your Face. I'm here with my co-host, Sum. Sum. Okay, nil. Hi. <laughs> and it's just that kind of week. We're in the middle of weeks 11 and 12 of the NFL regular season, and I think we're all still just sick. Absolutely sick to our stomachs after the loss the Redskins took against the New Orleans Saints at New Orleans, one of the best teams in the NFC, up by 15 points with five minutes left in the game, and the Skins do what the Skins do. Some didn't really say hi to anybody on the podcast, and I don't know if he's going to give much of his opinion on the game because he's still, I can see him right here, and he just doesn't look happy. But nevertheless, we got to get into it. It was a tough game, but there's a lot to break down from the game itself. The Redskins are sitting at four and six and looking at an uphill climb through the rest of the NFC. So what we thought we'd do is we'd kind of just go through a little bit of the game, some talking points through the games, go through a um, breakdown of a couple different players from the game, um, maybe get into a preview of where the skins stand through the rest of the year, and then, of course, we'll talk some NBA. We're going to break down Kyrie Irving and those Celtics, talk a little whiz, and um, just give our thoughts on how the NBA is stacking out this far in the season. But the real... Uh, the real topic to discuss today is, of course, the Redskins' loss to the New Orleans Saints. It's going to be tough to discuss this one, but I think there's no better place to start than, let's say, Jay Gruden, third and one, uh, to kind of steal the game with two minutes left on the clock. There were, there were many moments in that game that I think we can bring out and kind of talk through. But I just want to get your thoughts. Uh, Nil, I'll start with you. Hopefully we can warm some up here. Thank but, God. But, uh, all right, third and one, two minutes left. New Orleans out of timeouts. Jay Gruden elects to run P. Ryan off tackle to Morgan Moses' side. What do you think? All right. So before we get into that, I just want to say this. The Washington football Redskins are the most frustrating team in all of sports. <laughs> like, I can honestly say that this loss, I, you know, yeah, trying to, trying to think about maybe take away some of the playoff losses, but of all the regular season games that I have ever seen, this is arguably the most frustrating and disappointing loss ever. In our, in our, in the past, what, 28, 29 years that I've been watching this team. Mm-hmm. I mean, agreed. Agreed. Just from the top 
down, everyone was to blame. Well, I I think I would agree with you if we take the game in a vacuum. If we take it in the context of the season, last year's disappointment against the Giants in order to make the playoffs against a Giants team that had nothing to play for, I think mm. in the context of the value of one game for how it affects your whole season, I mean, the Redskins lost but, at to New Orleans in yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, so taking the them to biggest, four six. But this yeah, could very saying. well be a season-defining loss, though. I mean, to have mm. to have this loss, we we could have been, you know, five and five. right there. Was still would have been what tie, uh, tied with Dallas. No, a game behind Dallas, right? No, if no, no. we had, we would have been tied. We would have been tied with Dallas. Tied with Dallas. Yeah, if we yeah. had won that game. I mean. And plus, with the NFC being as good as they are this year, like this just you know puts us back. And so, anyway, to 11, go back to the third one, right I mean, now. again, like you think about it from last week's perspective too. Like, why would you not run Trent's way? Like, why would you not run Trent's <laughs> That's way? That's what we talked about not last it, week. It's not one even yard. that. Why? Why are you making it so predictable? We we are playing. Okay, it was. We, we, we run the ball three straight times. Three straight times. Yeah. We were playing not to lose mm-hmm. versus we're going to take this game and we're going to run the clock out. That's what, that's what uh, Jay Gruden pretty much did. Well, I, know, I don't think no. you can blame him for three straight runs. Oh, if you get to on. third and one, I mean, the reality is we got to third and one. But they were, no matter they were which playing way you a bare defense, B. They they overloaded where where they had more people that than than we could block. No, but my point is, are you faulting <clears throat> him for first and second down that ended up getting us to third and one? Well, well I don't see how you we, could fault we, him for just why didn't why don't yeah. teams in general just play like they've been playing throughout the course of but games. we've run, not we've been running all game. No, no, no but I'm saying but, but you're missing. I'm mixing it up, obviously. Yeah, right. But why can't we have like a rollout? Just just like a rollout. To, to like a Niles Paul in the flat. Something. Or, or like, like even like a QB draw. Well, I'm trying to... Let me, let, me, let me get on the same page here. Are you faulting him for first and second down, period? I'm faulting him for not mixing it up. That's so what I'm you would want So you would want him to actually throw on second down regardless if they're going to complete it or not. Because the result of that second down was positive. They got to the part yeah. of the field that they wanted to, third and one. I... <clears throat> look... He did the same thing against the 49ers a couple of weeks ago. Luckily, we were able to win that game, but he played conservative down the stretch when we were up by 8 points or 10 points with 5 minutes left. Luckily, again, luckily, they did not come back to win that game, and we took it. But these Saints aren't, aren't those 49ers. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. He, he plays like this. When the game gets tight and we have a lead, he gets into this conservative mode. He just doesn't just play through the game. I just, I just feel that that whenever the uh, game is close in the fourth quarter down the stretch, um, he, I just he he plays too conservative. To yeah, me. I, and I do. I think in general, I I agree with that. I do. Um, what, let me ask you then, what would you have liked to have seen third and one? Because I think we're just going to have to agree to disagree on the first two downs. Okay. I mean, they were positive maybe, results. Maybe you're right on the first two downs. Yeah. Okay, because we did get positive yards. Right. But see, they, again, they, they had their, their bare defense in, which pretty much has too many uh, um, linemen. Uh, linemen for them to block. Mm-hmm. All right? 
I mean, Kirk could have maybe uh, changed the play or seen that and just run like a bootleg or something to the flat. Mm-hmm. Something. Like a play. Don't run play action, right action, up yeah. the middle where everyone, where like everything is going to collapse. Yeah. I just, I just don't understand that. Was yeah. um on that play, who got blown up by Taya? Was it Tyler Catalina? Well, uh, it was Chase Rulier's guy. To, he tried to get out the center. He tried to get out to um, to Manti Teo, but couldn't make it out to him. Scherf, it looks like Scherf made the incorrect block, and therefore Niles Paul didn't make any block. Mm. And then two guys got free and, and yeah. tackled Samaje. Right. I mean, That's yeah. what it looked like. It just like. came untouched. I mean, there was nothing. Yeah, it just came untouched. Yeah. I mean... Where what do you, how do you stand on that Neil? What would you have liked to see them do? I mean, like I was saying, I would go the other way. I actually yeah. what I was saying earlier is is with the play action. You they were probably expecting run. They past two plays, uh, past past two first second down. They were they ran the ball. So why mm-hmm. not go with the play action or a bootleg yeah, or something of that? that. Yeah. Of that. And to your point, I mean, and <clears throat> you know? in context. Yeah, Kirk has was balling. Yeah, game. he was cooking up until that. Yeah, I mean, until the last drive. I mean, yeah. but absolutely. I mean, he put it well. in his hands. He, he no, he, he didn't just well. play well. And put it he in his cooked hands. That defense, even if you're gonna sneak defense. it. I mean, Drew Brees had a fourth yeah. and one, and they snuck it up the middle. Yeah. And what's irritating to me? Let me just tell you, New Orleans calls a timeout. Washington follows up with a timeout right after that. So you've got two. Yeah. Full timeouts yeah. before you got to make a decision on what play you're going to run. Mm-hmm. And again, I will beat this um, uh, like a dead horse. Goal line heavy package is never the way to go. I hate it. They brought in an extra offensive lineman and yeah. they stacked the line and then ran off tackle to the wrong side. I hated, hated, hated that play call. Absolutely. Unless you leak someone out and play action it, sometimes that can work. And here's the deal. One thing I really don't think the Redskins utilize enough is the hard count. New Orleans calls a timeout. You're at third and one. You have have two timeouts left, right? Yeah. Why not just tell everybody, look, we're not snapping it now. We're going to try and draw them off sides. And if it doesn't happen, call a timeout. I mean, I I think Jay Gruden is a genius... um, scheme guy like he can build up an offense to the best of them and that proved exactly right against new orleans because they tore him apart in the air and on the ground but it's these small elements that bill belichick and like the elite coaches just know about that he he just doesn't even think about he has no idea of clock management either zero idea about what to do with the when the when the game's on the line or what to do with this much time left using his timeouts properly time and time again he has shown that he has zero idea what clock management is so yeah. i you mean know, he, the 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 phantom challenge is exhibit <laughs> exactly. a of that exactly blowing blowing a time you know blowing a timeout i mean over what he and said it, somebody somebody upstairs said they thought they saw in real but time that the ball don't the coaches out. have this they can't they see the same thing who cares what's what, what what's being shown upstairs they can see the same thing, no no right? no you no no you can't see it the same way the upstairs guys see. yeah everybody defers to the upstairs guys yeah. because they, they can the, pause it yeah, look right. back look at it in to slow me, motion there was, there was no there was no issue at all yeah. nothing even right 
So all right, so I mean, Jay Gruden. Let's 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 be honest. I mean, he had that was a terrible, terrible sequence for him. Right. But there were some moments in that game, like the fake punt. Yeah. Whether or not you did you agree with it, I thought I it was also hated genius. that call. I thought I hated it was that call. I thought it was a great call. Uh, right after the Chris Thompson injury, everybody's yeah. not paying attention too much, and then immediately. Are you, you guys Are you guys serious about that? Yeah. It fortunately it worked for us. Okay. Luckily it worked for us. Mm. But look where we were on 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 the field. That's we even more of a reason. That's even more right. of a reason. But if if we don't make it, they they're they're playing for like a chip that's, shot field goal at the But at Tim, least. you're that's, the one always talking about risk. being aggressive, being aggressive. Being, but you also have to be smart. I mean, it I think out that for was us. smart. They're not expecting uh, it. Our own side, our own end of the field. Like, why would they expect it? Right. I think that it, was it is, perfect. I mean, to be completely honest, it is one of those things. If it didn't work out, we're we, killing he would him for be, it. He would be killed but for that. the fact that it did work out and the timing of it, that he it happened right after the Chris Thompson injury, yeah. I think that made it more sensible right. rather than just kind of doing it mm. yeah. randomly. Because nobody's really expecting it. And, 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 there and was we the, did score off that. We did score off that possession. Right. And then there was the... What, what did you think? I mean, I know you're not... You weren't too happy with Jay, but Stacy McGee, he went off sides on the field goal, the <laughs> yeah. the uh, false the start. Yarder. We had a 51-yard field goal um, set up he for Nick Rose, and too. our defensive end went uh, false start. It ended up being a 56-yarder, and we ended up punting on that play. But you like what you saw to Jay? Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's okay for like a coach to get on his players. I have yeah. no problem with him even calling them out. Calling out the defense, calling out the offense. Sometimes yeah. you, sometimes calling out, you know, Kirk or whoever it may be. No, it's okay. The thing is, not to take it personally because it's not a, it's not a personal attack. Mm-hmm. It's just telling you what you can do better. And if, and if someone asks you a question, hey, how did he play? Well, I'm sorry, he didn't play up to my standards. Boom. That's it. I think, I think people in, in the media or or players for that uh, matter take or uh, are, are too sensitive when it comes to these type of things but that's just how it yeah. should be i actually would like to see more emotion out of jay and even kirk you know like kirk is okay I you mean, know kirk, like kirk. no i mean sometimes you just need to you, you need to fire the guys up from time to time i understand that's not yeah. his nature it's not in his disposition to do that but i would like to see it like you know Sometimes you, you will get a different reaction out of players when you're able to rile them up a bit and get them going and get in their face. They'll want to play better. And as a leader, that's kind of what you need, especially in a sport like football, where mm-hmm. everyone is just high on adrenaline once you get on the field. Like, just, you know, just continue to um, to, to get that going. So, I mean, I don't yeah. know. I wish I could see. And even from Jay from time. Like, I liked what he did, but. I think, Jay is, I think Jay more. is pretty animated. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I, think he's, I think that's a good segue into talking about Kirk um, this game because what we've kind of done to this point is really uh, break down Kirk week by week. Mm-hmm. And I want to get you your guys' opinions on wh- how you would grade, grade Kirk through this entire game. Of course, like we said, he balled out for the entire game up until that end of regulation. I mean, the... Basically, the last miscommunication play that ended up being an intentional grounding. So, yeah. um, uh, Nil, what do you, what did you think about Kirk's performance? Kirk killed it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, making all the throws, making all the right reads. I loved the Ryan Grant touchdown where he held it, held it, held oh it. The, he was he knew he was going to get popped, 
yeah. and he, he still was able to like let go right at the right time. Play. Three yeah. guys. Yeah, amazing. three guys were coming, and he was able to let go. And I mean, Grant was wide open on that play. So I, yeah. I you know, all in all, Kirk played an unbelievable game. Now, at the end of the game, yes, with the intentional grounding, you know, they were saying. Looking back, they were saying it was a missed assignment on um, Jamison Crowder's part, right? We, yes. Yep. But um, what I do fault it, it was. Kirk, not necessarily it was. a missed assignment. No, it was just was miscommunication. To... Well, Apparently, yeah, he Kirk, didn't get the cue. Which is essentially. He didn't, no, no, he didn't it was miscommunication it. between Kirk and Jay because they had a, a run play going on, and then he saw on the sideline that Jay he thought Jay wanted him to throw it away immediately, just to bail on the run play completely. So he didn't give any sort of uh, cue to Crowder. As you go back and watch that play, he never gave a tap or anything like that to Crowder. It was just miscommunication between Jay and Kirk. Mm -hmm. And Kirk, okay. Yeah. Well, either way. Okay, either way. Whatever it is. And I put this... And then after the fact, I put this on both uh, Jay and Kirk, but more so on um, on Kirk. Kirk, Kirk. yeah. In not knowing that the clock runs once you... Have an intentional grounding. Like, this is what you call situational football. This is what separates the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady's, and formerly the Peyton Manning's from everyone else in the league. These small little things. You want to be an elite quarterback, you have to understand situational football. And if you don't know that rule, or if that doesn't... um, It doesn't uh, come to you at that moment that, look, Mm -hmm. as soon as the ball is spotted, clock's going to run. We have 18 seconds, 10-second runoff, no timeouts. I need to get this ball snapped and going or whatever it is i mean um yeah you cannot have the game end on that last play right we were still technically at a 58 yard field goal with nick rose has the leg for no 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 not no no not even we were we have we were at the 36 yard line which would have been a 53 54 yarder at what are you talking about? After point? the intentional grounding? Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking no, I'm saying after before. the intentional grounding. After was it 61? I think it was a little I mean, no, no, closer that's, that's than like that. That's like a 64-yard. But, okay. Yeah, it, no, it was like a 61-yarder. Either way, either way. Mm-hmm. Nick Rose has the leg for it. You 64-yarder. Run, run whatever. Even 18 seconds is enough to even run a run a handoff for three, four yards, which would have made it under 50. No, I agree with you, yeah. And then spike yeah. the ball. And then, like, you know, then you can have the, the field goal. And, I mean, so, like, you have to understand – as a quarterback in this league, if you want to be up there with the rest of them, these are the small things that separate okay. them. Football IQ is of utmost importance with quarterbacks in the league. And I expect more out of Kirk. How do you not okay, understand me... that that's the situation and not, and you don't make that play? So, I mean, outside of that, you know, outside of that, the end of the game with the intentional grounding, he he played magnificently. I mean, oh, there's yeah. nothing you could say. He kept us okay. in the game. He kept us Let game. me ask you a question then. After that, after that, uh, after that bogus penalty by him, are you faulting Gruden for for uh, calling a pass play? No, no, no I'm he... saying I'm faulting Gruden for not even letting them know, letting him know that hey, no, no, forget the about clock that. Starts, the clock starts. Yeah, no, no, well, not yeah, for the play. Okay. I'm not faulting uh, Gruden for or um, Kirk for the play. Per no, no, se. no, no, I'm, I'm more so about the after the fact. Right. Yeah, but I'm saying, but even but because you were saying that we should have ran it, but we threw it and he fumbled the ball. So you're saying we should have. No, no, no. Have, I'm are you saying, saying you're saying you could have. Yeah, you could have run it. Could have run it so after the that. intentional grounding, he could have even run it. Right, that's what I'm saying. No, but, he's not saying that he wanted them to run or pass or anything. He's just yeah. saying that you wasted seven seconds not knowing yeah. that no. you just snap it immediately. Right, 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 right. Yeah. 
the intention that uh, intentional grounding play whatever they had called them cool with whatever it was but no i know he knows what you're talking about yeah yeah okay but it was just more of and i mean the you had time like the referees got together they were even took some time before they threw the flag to call it intentional you had time to think about the situation how did no one alert kirk and say hey clock starts as soon as it's spotted clock starts as soon as it's spotted yeah okay and in fact in fact the referee you can go back and listen he does say on my um i will start the clock or whatever the verbiage that the referees use basically upon the ball being spotted Uh the clock will start okay i i mean like i get all that fine you want to blame kirk you want to blame uh, uh, blame gruden whatever the case may be what about our defense Uh, i mean come on they're they're the ones that gave this game away yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i agree I mean, so what, I mean, let me ask past, you. That's a good. That's a good point. Is it on Greg Maneski or is it on the players? I thought. I thought, both? based on what I saw on the first, okay, on their first drive, well, not their first. Well, yeah, essential first drive to score to to cut it from fifteen to eight, eight or whatever. I thought our defense was in a soft uh, scheme, mm-hmm. yeah. where they just they just you know they bailed, bailed the corners e- yeah. easily. Uh-huh. Now the yeah. last, um, now the uh, second possession, we played more aggressive. I just there were. Don't it's understand. so funny how football works, man. It is the most team game you will ever ever see. 100%. One guy being out of position yep. against an elite quarterback, and you got stuff like this. Martel Spate doesn't turn around, and Michael Thomas gets an easy 20, 30 yards across the middle. DJ Swearinger slips in the backfield. I ended up watching all the film. Uh, of these last three possessions and it's like one guy d'angelo hall making a false step um d'angelo hall remember on the outside on the touchdown pass mm. he went to the running he, back I everybody's looking at him like, like swearing yeah and, and zach brown's like what are you doing yeah. Yeah. yeah wide open it's just one guy out of 11 not doing what they're supposed to do and yep. this is what happens and, yeah uh, kendall I mean, fuller we need has, to get i mean hall let's just can we all agree that D'Angelo is done. I mean, if Monte yeah, Nicholson doesn't get injured, maybe mm-hmm. we have a little bit of a better yeah, shot. Maybe, but maybe. I mean, Hall is absolutely, done. I mean, Hall great is done. point. Great point. I mean, I think Chris yeah. Thompson goes down and you're like, dang, I don't know how we're going to make it through the rest of this game, but they do. Monte yeah. Nicholson goes yeah. down and it's yeah. like that drop off between him and Hall was substantial. I mean, because he Nicholson played so ball, well man. in Seattle. Good. I thought he played so well in Seattle. His first game back here, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. And then... Well, here's the, here's the thing with D. Hall. If D. Hall is doing well, it's because he's guessing right. <laughs> but if he guesses wrong, yeah, the guy just doesn't have the makeup ability anymore. Like he just doesn't have the athleticism I mean, to come again, back look, into this is the play. His, I mean, this is a position that he's learning, even though he's like 34 years old. Right. He's learning to play safety. Yeah. So he doesn't he doesn't know the uh, the nuances of the uh, respective position. Um. But I mean, let's. I mean, I, I want to be honest with you. I mean, I'm not a Kirk. Um, like I'm not Same. standing at the uh, on the table saying sign him, sign him, sign him. But if this is the Kirk we're seeing week in and week out, you got to pay this man because yeah. he no, was agree. the one bright spot on that yeah. entire team. He I mean, didn't make any mistakes. I mean, I look, was looking at his numbers. Yeah. Just looking at his numbers through the course of the season, he has 17 touchdowns to five picks. Almost three twenty-seven plus hundred yards. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so and then and then three rushing TDs. So he's accounted for twenty touchdowns and five picks. Yeah, no, I with agree. One hundred one point eight QB uh, QB rating. Also, sixty-seven percent. No, I'm, no, go ahead. No, sixty-seven percent percentage uh, completion yeah. percentage. I agree. Crazy. And another thing that I think we need to start looking at and considering is uh, this guy is. Kind of having that little bit of a, you know, he seems like a, just an average-bodied guy, but he is a pretty durable quarterback. Yeah, he's kind of yeah, like that Eli Manning-esque up. type of a feel, where he's not big, he doesn't have the stature, but he's there week in and week out. As and much also, as he gets hit, as much as he gets pounded, he's. We don't have to really worry about him. Um, knock on wood, getting yeah, injured. Getting injured. Yeah. You know, and also like he's, he's reliable. Underrated athletically. Mm-hmm. He's I not. Agree. He's not a speedster. But you can run some plays for him, you know, QB options, and, and he can pick up some yards for yeah. you. Uh, he's yeah. Not, he's not like a sitting duck in the pocket. He can roll out, feel the pressure. He, yeah. he, he can use his legs. And I honestly, agree. to how much success we've had with the QB option, that makes me think, now that you brought it up, third and one, QB it. option. Just yeah, exactly. Right? Line everybody up as a goal line. Flare them no all one. out before snap. And the guy is doing it with nobody. Yeah, I agree. A decimated offensive line. His receivers are down. He's getting no receivers. I mean, help from the receiving corp in the first place. Yeah. Just this guy. Look, I honestly thought that after we lost Pierre and Deshaun, he would take a step back. Okay. I don't see that from him. His numbers may not be as 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 gaudy. But yeah. What else do you want the man to do? What else I mean, do you want to do? Let's not be prisoners of the moment. Let's not be complete prisoners of the moment. This was an amazing game from Kirk. I, but I mean, if well. you look at Dallas, if you look at Minnesota, if you yeah. look at the previous games, let's not forget we do this podcast weekly, <laughs> and we have we have given it to Kirk from time to time. Yeah. That I mean, there's been uh, mistakes at the end of games, fumbles. He's leading the league in fumbles. What three? Yeah, and fumbled again this week. I mean it. Kirk, Kirk, bad Kirk. Is, uh, yeah, and great, this was amazing Kirk. Kirk. Yeah, <laughs> this was this great was, Kirk. And this let, was franchise Kirk. Let's not even forget, he put it on the money first down in overtime to Vernon Davis, and Vernon Davis yeah. drops, drops the ball. That's true. I mean, we got an opportunity. He went three straight passes to Jameson Crowder, put them in field goal position. Samaj, Pier, uh, uh, he dropped a pass as well Yeah, on third down. Yeah. Right, exactly, which would have given them a little bit more breathing room. May not have picked up the first down, but Just, at least had them back up a little bit. Yeah. I just don't know what you want. What do you want Kirk to do more? I, I said he, he. I want to see more clutchness out of him when the pressure's on game. game when the game's on the line, he leads he, the league in game-winning drives. And it, he has three. And let's not forget that he threw basically a touchdown pass to Josh Doxson yeah. that Josh Doxson dropped in the Kansas yeah. City what game. Else he want the man and to essentially do? put the guys in field goal position. Uh, in but this then, game. Yeah. yeah, but let's see it consistently. Go back to last year against uh, uh, New York, the Giants game. Oh, yeah, that was one, but, but he also led them back last year as well. Right. Oh, I agree. So I want to see it more consistently. Right, which he saying. hasn't been. Literally, he's had three good games, right. two great games. Kansas City and New Orleans were great games. Yeah. Against, Oakland was a good game. Against great teams. Oh, well, well, well Casey's a good team now, yeah. but a great team then. Yeah. And if you All think right. about it, I mean, offensively, that's true, man. I mean, last week against Minnesota, one of the top defenses in the league, we we put up thirty points. Well, yeah. twenty three if you take away mm-hmm. the Swearinger pick. But I mean, that's that's a good that's no, a good I mean, amount. They held they held points. the Rams, who've been averaging thirty five to forty points a game, to seven points this past week. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so you got to look at that. And then the um, the Saints, who are just um, on a tear right now, we put up, we hung up 30 against them. So offensively, we're showing up. It's our defense that really has been able, has been. Um, I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, just um, give this guy a supporting cast, a consistent supporting cast with with some decent weapons. And yeah, I don't think I we're, we're, we're going to be having this, this, hey, B, this which, issue going Which forward. receivers are free agents next year? That's what I was asking. Off. <laughs> I know. I think <laughs> we, we thought about we, this came up before. Uh, it's still too early for me to tell. It's it's still so way too early know, to right, speculate. Right yeah. Okay. I no, mean, but who's, who's, a guy like who's contracts Hilton, are ending? T.Y. Hilton. Um, that, yeah, and sure. there's, I'd be of course, Pryor. Alshon is on a one-year deal. Oh, let's get you. You want to make a move for Alshon Jeffrey? I would definitely staying in the division. I would. I would probably make a move for him. That dude is a game changer. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but honestly, I don't even think we have enough time to even go through what Kirk has had to deal with (laughs) this year. I mean, even to this This point, this is like LeBron James on the Cavaliers, and (laughs) where he has to pick up everybody and try to. You know, win it, win it by himself. Right. I agree. I mean, he has no right, supporting right cast. Right now, no. news dropped today. Sean Laval is out for the year. Spencer Long. Chase Roulier is out for the year. Spencer Long out for the year. So we're Shit. on the backup of the backup at center yeah. for a guy that we just signed a couple weeks ago to play guard. And now he's our starting center. We got a left tackle playing left guard now. Uh, yeah. Trent is clearly not healthy. Morgan Moses is on two bad ankles. Um, and Scherf was banged up early yeah, in the year. No Jordan yeah. Reed. Chris Terrell Thompson, Pryor out for Chris, the year. Chris Thompson out for the year. Our, our biggest weapon, our best player. Yeah. I agree. Starting Let's, running back out for the year. I, mean, I agree. And if Kirk still but, is putting up numbers like this. Kirk, he, he can pl- blossom into a, into a lead back. If there's any silver lining, it's that. And, hey, we had our first real consistent Josh Doxson sighting for the first half well, at first least. first half yep. at least. Yeah. Just watch out. Watch out for the guy next year. Watch out for Doxson next year, I'm telling you. Watch him Watch him throughout the first, uh, I mean, the, uh, the uh, next Second six half. games. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, he's going to surprise some folks. Yeah. Yeah. I really do believe that. Yeah, well, the Redskins are sitting at four and six in probably what I think has been the toughest NFC to date. I mean, I have I haven't seen an NFC this yeah. competitive in Since years. I have those years. The sixth seed is what six and four. Six and four. Atlanta and Seattle fighting for that six seed. Yeah, but, but but I think Atlanta has the edge right now. So they're because so they, they beat them Monday yeah. night. Yeah, I mean Last Dallas night. is what five and five. Dallas and five and, and five. I think Green Bay is five and five. Yeah, but Detroit, Green Bay is going to falter. Detroit is six and four. Yeah, I mean craziness. And this Thanksgiving is as important a Thanksgiving. If you're planning on doing anything else, I'd say stop it. You got to watch football from morning till night because yeah. we got Minnesota um, at Detroit. We're rooting for, for Minnesota. Minnesota. Right. We got Dallas home against the LA Go Chargers. Bolts. Go Bolts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who put up 50 plus yeah. this past week. I so. think Dallas should watch out. This is going to be one of those uh, unexpected games? games for them. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Um, and of course, Washington has the nightcap. We should yep. demolish these guys. If uh, it's even better. a close game, we, we, we better. And I think we will. But. Um, a night game the a day before the 10th anniversary of Sean Taylor's death. Wow. Ten, it's been 10 years, guys. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. But 2007, yeah, November, right? Oh, no, sorry. Monday. Monday would be the 10th. Yeah, it would be the 27th. But still, yeah, it's, the yeah. one game, it's the game before the 10th year anniversary. Yeah. So, I mean, 
those guys better come correct. It's yeah. a Monday night game home against a division rival with uh, Thursday night. the whole season. Yeah, Thursday Th- night Thursday game. Night game. Um, <clears throat> but the whole season essentially on the line. But then there was the uh, Sunday night game. I mean, as bad as we did feel coming out of uh, the early game against New Orleans, then to cheer us up, Dak had a present for us. (laughs) Christmas came early. Christmas came came early. early. Dallas just basically didn't show up against the Philadelphia Eagles, home against the Philadelphia Eagles, correct? Yeah, it was home. It was in in, in Jerry World. It was in Jerry World uh, with Chris Christie in Jerry's box. (laughs) That was the best. (laughs) But yeah, uh, we did get a chance to watch that game. You guys watched that game, right? Yeah. So what what are your thoughts on it, Nil? How about you? They got demolished. What did I tell you a couple weeks ago? Let's see what Dak can do without Ezekiel Elliott. Mm -hmm. And I think, or without a running game... Pretty much whatsoever. I mean, Morris had close to a hundred, I think, though, right? Right. But a lot of ninety-four yards. Yeah, something like that. But a lot of that, you know, they were they were playing. That was the second half when they were pretty much up by so many so many points at that point. But like you said earlier, some he's looking like a fourth round pick. You know, he's he's not able to find his street. He's inaccurate. He's not. He looks hesitant with the ball. So it's. I think that says something about not having Zeke present. He's not now. anticipating the uh, secondary. No, at yeah. all. He's not able know. to read the he defense as well as he was. Out there. When you very when you have those, everyone sitting back, linebackers not respecting the run, it closes up a lot of those holes that seemed um, pretty wide open when you had a running game. Yeah. So we'll see what what he's able to do with the rest of the season still uh, uh, still right, up yeah. to play. The one grain of salt there is, I know Zeke is Zeke. But if you don't have Tyron Smith as a quarterback, that that's, changes the way you play. That's also true. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, he knows from the week before he doesn't want that same sort of thing happening. Yeah, where he just gets demolished yeah. on a two-step drop. I mean, <laughs> that was ridiculous. So basically, he's trying to change his his uh, cadence. He's trying to get the ball out quicker, and maybe that can feel like you have to rush it a second. How many times did he get sacked on Sunday night, though? He didn't get sacked too many times. I mean, if at I don't all, remember too was many. He, was he hurried a lot? But I mean, it just whether or not um, he, it didn't look like he had to bail too much. But I'm just saying it affects the psyche when you feel like you have to get rid of the ball mm-hmm. because you could get sacked if you don't have that level of trust on yeah, your blind but, side. I that, mean, you still have to figure out a way to get it done. I mean, let's look at uh, right at home with Kirk. Yeah, he know, has the please. same thing going on, give, but he's able give. to find a way to still get the ball out, make the right play, and the right read. Give Kirk Whatever Ezekiel else. Elliott. Dude, yeah. if he's doing this now with nobody, oh. Gosh. Now, granted, maybe we should give him a couple games to get a feel for things fine, but whatever. That's like, all right. Either I, I, way, yeah. the Cowboys are not the Cowboys without Zeke. It's a, yeah. it's the Cowboys over the last two games have had zero points in the second half Ooh. total. I did not know total. that. Total. And also, let's also touch on that Des Bryant is just not the, that guy anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's looking mm-hmm. like that. It's looking. It's like been that. looking like that for the drops past everything. Season. Two doesn't seasons. seem to be able to. Those those run top routes five properly days either. Of, those days are gone. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, either he's not healthy or he's just not yeah. producing. Well, well first of all, he was never like a great route runner, uh, to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, he just out physical guys. Right. Yeah. yeah, he had great physical abilities. His Secondly, his size hands and were never the greatest. I never thought his hands were great. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, I mean, once you lose some physical ability, sometimes there goes your game. Yeah. Yeah. Cowboys, uh, so we already decided we're not talking about the Eagles. The Eagles got it. Yeah. We're not yeah. talking about the Giants. Giants are looking for the first pick in the draft. Yeah. Done so. The Cowboys are sitting at 5-5, five and five and they're looking home against the Chargers on uh, Thanksgiving. And then the next Thursday, home against the Redskins. And then at the Giants. So conceivably, I mean, if you were a betting man, you would bet on the Cowboys winning all three of those games. So they're sitting at, Really? You don't think? Uh, I you, think we're going to... Say the, this In the rematch, we're going to... Home? You think the Cowboys are going to win all three games? Think about that. I mean, I bet you they're favored against us. What's the schedule be? The next Home against games? the Chargers. Home against the Redskins on uh, Thursday night football. And night football is never good for the Redskins. Wait, and we're then, playing two Thursday nights in a row? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Kind, of, kind of tight. Yeah. And then? And then at New York, the Giants. They'll win one out of those three games. Ooh. Yeah. They'll beat New York. They'll lose to us and they'll lose to the uh, oh, Chargers right. on Thanksgiving yeah, that Day. Might, that might actually... right. Call in it right that now. Was a, that was a sound bite. We'll yeah. be playing that no, sound bite yeah, after they go three sense. and zero. Oh. I might. I I'm gonna have to roll with that. I'm gonna have to roll with that. One and two over the next three games. I'm, for the I'm telling you, yeah. no Zeke is a big. This guy deal. is not. Look, we. I mean, like we keep on thinking Dak is Dak with Zeke. He's this guy is not that guy. I don't think. Wait, Without they're him. getting. He's not. They're getting yeah. three home games in a row. Yeah, man. No, no, no. At New York. At, no. No, but Yes they, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. Philly, mm-hmm. yeah. And right. against us. Yeah, that wow. happens every now and then. We're the only I mean, we're one of the rare teams that is like kind of rotating at away. And also I mean, we also have played at, the, the toughest uh schedule in the NFL up 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 to date at least. Definitely, so. yeah. If you yeah. look at the best teams in the NFC right now, Minnesota played them, New Orleans played them, Philly so, played them twice, Dallas yeah. we've we've played them, KC. Seattle. Yeah, KC Oakland. Well, Oakland is what four and yeah. they're looking. Last six games for the Skins, easiest schedule in the NFC. We gotta take every. We have to run the table. We, we gotta run the to. table. Yeah. But I was looking at the, and I, I, I do understand that their games. I mean, sorry, that that their teams ahead of us. We're like the eleventh seed. They're at least what five five teams ahead of us. But I was looking at the the uh, Falcon schedule. I was just looking at you know wins losses potential wins losses. Mm-hmm. They could also go nine and seven. Yeah, because I don't think they they play the same. But I mean, have you they, seen they, Seattle's? Seattle's is a cupcake schedule. Well, again, this is also without. Right, Sherman but they were a field goal away from essentially winning that Monday night game. I still believe in Seattle, true. man. At the end of the day, I still think they're going to be my Super Bowl no. favorites. In no the way, NFC. man! Really? With that no. offensive line, no chance. I'm telling you, man, it's it's no going to be Minnesota. It's going to be Minnesota. No Sherman, Philly. I'm yeah. telling you, book it. Those two teams. Watch out for Minnesota this year and Case yeah. Keenum. Yeah, they definitely have a have a shot to, to make some noise in the playoffs. Great, great catch and one again. <laughs> I know. He just runs away from everybody. Yeah, yeah. He was, wasn't he like undrafted? Yeah, and he's from that area. They just kind of. <laughs> How do we miss on these guys? Yeah, these these guys turn out to be studs. Yeah. At least he's playing like one up until now. All right, how about we take it to the association, huh? Let's I think go. we fleshed out as much as we could from that <laughs> New Orleans game, as tough as it was for us. But the NBA season is like uh, one-seventh out of the way done. Right. I think we're like 18, 17, 18 games into the NBA season. 
Um, right now, the Wizards are sitting at fifth in the um, fifth fifth in the East. The Cavs are on a three-game winning streak. They're fourth. sitting at fourth. That'd be a nice first-round matchup potentially. Right. I would love to see that. But in a I class of their own is the Boston Celtics. Jeez. No Gordon Hayward. Jeez and they're on what, what winning streak are they riding? 16. 16. 16 game winning streak. And they just come back to win games. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous the shooting percentage Kyrie Irving is having uh, in closeout moments of these games. He's money. money. Ridiculous. I mean, he's just been absolutely money. And, and Nil has brought this up before, that this is the best-case scenario for Kyrie Irving because this is what he's wanted. Yeah, He's wanted to be the focal point of a team, and he's got it. And him and Jalen... I mean, we need to talk about Jalen Brown, too, because yeah. Jalen Brown has been the guy that's really been balling, yeah. too. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. without, I mean, he was the reason they beat the Warriors a couple nights ago. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. hard to match without that guy's down. intensity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that guy is that. I mean, what he can do defensively as well. Mm-hmm. He's just yeah. an athletic wing defender, and he can just he can score. Yeah, he can create his own shot. Under he just so, didn't have the opportunity. Last so year. prospects for the Celtics. I think all three of us thought that they would end up finishing in the top three of the East. I think we all still think they're going to finish in the top three of the East. But is this team going to represent the East in the finals? So I'm going to go ahead and oh, say no, yes. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh-huh. Yes. You're going to say yes. Well, they well, are was... going to represent the East in the as much of a LeBron homer I am, as mm-hmm. I am. Uh, Kyrie is playing just like a man possessed right mm-hmm. now. He is just finding a way. And then with Tatum, Brown, Smart, they are just finding a way. Brad Stevenson, I agree with some when he says that Brad Stevens is the next Greg Popovich of this league. Overrated. No, he's definitely hell not no. overrated. Oh, he hell was a no. Genius at Butler, and he is able to translate that genius into the NBA. That system um, and his his most money. What I will give them is that somehow he has gotten an NBA team with Kyrie Irving to actually play defense. I think they're yes. holding teams to the ninety best. points or less. They're, they're the That's best. what I was just about to say. They're gonna in today's NBA, right? I mean, this nineteen yeah. nineties. That's kind of average. I mean, Al Horford today. isn't your typical rim protector either yeah. and somehow that team is yep. man they are playing some they, high well, power see, the defense. thing is they they have four i mean they have they have a tatum and they have a uh jalen brown who are just athletic wing defenders so they can so they can clamp down and they're mm-hmm. young this guy's tatum's what 19 years old yeah. brown's yeah. like 21 or they're, they're, they're like kids so they yeah. have it's yeah. just annoying defenders brown tatum yeah. um yep. smart 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 when I mean, you can do... get rookies to play this way, I mean that just goes to the coach. Speaks yeah. to coaching Good point. for me. Yeah. Okay. I'll you know? digress. Yeah. I yeah. mean they're just playing. They don't look like they're rookies yeah, out they, there. They, they just look like they're strapping just up. Mm-hmm. Offensively, they're playing smart. Yeah. Um, and then the defense, like you're saying, I mean the defense and is what's going to separate them from the from Cleveland, is what I think. Yes. Great point. Yeah. I would. I mean, I would probably disagree with Neil on that point, even though I would love for that to happen. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't. I don't think they're going to beat the Cavs. Look, regular season is the regular season. In the playoffs, it's a totally different game. You, you can you can scout teams better, and you, then you play them right away. So so therefore, you like take away you take away what they like to do and what they don't like to do. Um, it, it's, it's just a different ball game. Yeah, 
Yeah. Maybe I was speaking a little too early, but yeah. I kind of like 2014. Writing the, the 16 the game record. high. Hawks had the best record in the league. Yeah. 2014. And then yeah. they got swept by the Cavs. Yeah. But no. again, they didn't have a Kyrie Irving. Right. Who is, who just and a Brad Stevens last night. Yeah. I mean, my boy Sanjay and my boy Carter coined a mini Kobe. He's certainly looking like a mini Kobe, you know, during this stretch. I mean, I don't want to be too much of a homer, but I, I definitely looked through the schedule to see. I just wish the Wizards would play them to end this streak. Uh, so, but I mean, we got to wait till Christmas Day yes. for that to happen, and that's terrible. They're definitely going to drop a game until then. But I honestly, honestly, honestly believe when it comes down to it, the Wizards are, are a tougher matchup for the Celtics than anybody else in the East. Because of the, how they I mean, match up. other than let's see what the Cavs end up. But in, in terms of the matchup, I just think that they can match them athletically, and they can actually um, they can do things. They've been together for a long time. You're about the when Wiz. we're talking about the playoffs, the Wizards are finally at that point where they've been getting to the playoffs pretty consistently over the last two years, and uh, these guys have some experience, and that's what they've needed. They've needed some playoff experience, and now they have that. And I think that's going to do them wonders come playoff time. And if they do end up beating, uh, uh, meeting the Celtics in the playoffs, I think think it's time for the revenge game. The revenge series. Yeah. What do you mean? I just look. I would love to see that. Look, I hope look, they always get their chance, though. As great sure. as Isaiah Thomas is, he's no Kyrie Irving. I agree. So, and so if we were to play them this year mm-hmm. – I, I just, I don't know if didn't can, I say that Boston got the better end of the deal? You I did. mean, everyone thought they did. I mean, come on, let's let's oh, be yeah. real. I, I mean, I thought Cleveland got a great deal for knowing that Kyrie had to go, but yeah, I, I, I still mean, you. So. I mean, he got. Whenever you get the 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 best player in that deal, and you know, respectively, you you won the deal mm-hmm. to me. Bigger surprise though. Let me let me hear it. L.A. Clippers nine game losing streak or OKC Thunder still not getting it together. I mean, if at, at this point of the season, one seventh of the way through the NBA season, OKC is still not in the playoffs. Yeah, they really yeah. can't put it together. I mean, it's really showing that their bench just doesn't have it, and some and a little bit of their starting five just can't gel. So yeah. Clippers five and eleven. Losing nine straight or OKC still not clicking? Well, I, uh, me? Yeah. Uh, well, um, OKC, I'm going to still give them some more time. You did call it before the season that you don't think yep. it's going to make much of a difference in right. OKC. I thought they, w- I thought they, that they'll eventually get it together. Um, but the Clippers, they started pretty, pretty well. Four and zero, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And then you know the the uh, the whole talk was are they better without CP three yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think that's the most surprising thing. Yeah, no, easily. I I think OKC for sure. I mean, when you have three essentially superstars, you came together to try and basically contend for a title, and you're 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 putting out this way. That's definitely concerning. This this many games into the season. Um, and you called yeah. it, B. I mean, you just didn't feel that they were going to be gelling, uh, and right. for some reason they just can't. And they just can't find a way to win. They have zero bench. Yeah. Um, so, and with the Clippers, outside of, I mean, who do they even have outside of um, Blake and DeAndre? 
Lou, Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly. Yeah, Patrick Beverly, yeah. Wesley Johnson. We weren't expecting too much out of them anyway. Yeah, right. Exactly, exactly. So I think OKC not performing up to their expectations is a bigger deal at this point. Again, but still fairly early. We'll see how the rest of the season plays out. Again, 2010, when you know LeBron joined forces with D. Wade and Chris Bosh, they started out the season 9-8. and and people, That's they true. have the same type of rumblings. Like, well, can these three really, you know, coexist? Blah blah blah. So, but, so these things can just take time sometimes. Going forward, but that's when you had the best player in the world. But still, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, he's a top I agree. three, top four player in the game. Right. I still think it's early. It is still early for yeah. sure. Yeah, but to this and, point, Kyrie for MVP. Oh yes, man. Over That's James not. Harden, though, right now? Uh, yes. Uh, for what he is to his team and for the fact that they're 16-2 and two versus uh, Who Harden. is James Harden playing with? No CP3. He's leading the league in scoring and in uh, assists, aboards. He's up there. Rebounds. Yeah. How is he really? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. He meant assists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Harden's a monster. No, no one's doubting that. But, I mean, winning, I mean, if your team is winning at, at a higher rate, I think mm-hmm. you can get the nod. I, again, that's why I still don't know how Harden didn't win it last year. He was my MVP because uh, he put up similar numbers to Westbrook. Maybe not as many triple doubles, obviously, but yeah. they had the third seed mm-hmm. in the West last in year West. with nobody, right? Nobody, yeah. and this guy um, Westbrook, six seed, bounced out against against the Houston Rockets. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good I mean, point. I, I mean, agree, though. I think Kyrie is the front runner too. Yeah. Oh, easy. It's, no, a, easily. it's a three-horse race, really. LeBron, Harden, and Kyrie. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's, it's hard to argue with LeBron, too. Yeah. Because he's just doing his thing. But, yeah. yeah. I guess Kyrie in a new system, in a whole new place, yeah, you, you'd give him the nod thus far. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I thought a good, a good way to end it here would actually be uh, something new. <laughs> Hopefully we can incorporate this going forward. I got, a, I got trivia time. NBA trivia time for some and nil. So I got a question prepared uh, um, that is in context of some of the things that transpired this week. Um, Actually, Bradley Beal, for those that don't know, Bradley Beal set a record breaking a uh, NBA history record. He is now the youngest player in NBA history to hit 700 three-pointers. And he's still under the age of 25 ridiculous youngest player ever to hit 700 three-pointers so the Dang. question question to some this is the expert level question shouldn't it go beginner than expert or intermediate than expert or we're <laughs> <laughs> going backwards no, let's just go straight to the expert straight, straight to the expert I, i'm level. no expert no expert expert level question who are the four players Dang it. ahead of bradley beal so who was the youngest guy before bradley beal to hit 700 three-pointers oh. who was the second youngest third fourth and fifth youngest now can you name any you of know them? honestly uh, beal is number what five what question is this beal is right? number one he is the youngest player to ever hit 700 three-pointers oh he's number one now yeah. i see he is you know, 24 s- years old and like 140 so you're asking days. who did he surpass who did he surpass the, the five players yeah, the other four. four I have the four. list of the top five, one of which is Bradley Beal. I, okay, I think this is a bogus question, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you do know all the other guys. 
no, nothing, no type of relevance to anything that, that we've talked about or even going forward <laughs> we'll talk about. Um, shoot. <laughs> Just give me one guy that you may think it would be. Let me take a stab after some. No, no, no. Chime in. I might need your expertise on this. Nil, go for yeah, it. Just name one of the four. Just name someone. Ray Allen? No. 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 See, the thing is, we, we have to name four, man. Yeah. Not just one. Huh. I know. Ray Allen, no, huh? Reggie Miller? No. See, I guess yeah. I should have asked my other question first. Let's ask that question first. Okay. Okay. Who are the top five three-point shooters of all time? Look at this. See, what? What type, <laughs> of, what type of questions are these, man? Who, who Wait, in terms of what? These uh, how many just made? How many three-pointers yeah, made? Yeah. Who, okay. who are the top five three-point shooters of Ray all times in terms of three-pointers uh, three made? Ray Allen, number one. Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller, number two. Uh, Now yeah. is where it gets dicey. Can I help him? Yeah. Jason Kidd. Kidd? Jason Kidd? Oh, oh, he is in the top 10, but Dang. he is actually going to get past. He's he's like number nine or something like that. And Steph Curry is actually going to pass him this oh, year. Oh, uh, uh, um, Peja Stojakovic. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold up. Although Peja is the guy I emulated when I would go Del Curry. Del, no. Okay, look. <laughs> No, no, no wait, 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 ask wait. some better questions next week. All right, these are irrelevant <laughs> questions. No, no, they are no, not I'm irrelevant get questions. Three-point shooters. Okay, are any of them currently playing? Still? Two of them are currently playing. Oh, you get five seconds. Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver is correct. Oh, he's number you. five, and he's actually going to end up passing to be in the top three of all time this year. Kyle Korver. Yeah. Wait, uh, Steph Curry. No, Steph Curry is 9 or 10, but he's going to end up being in the top 5 by the end of the year. It's ridiculous, and that's why I brought it up. Because the guy is... Because it's irrelevant. <laughs> it's pointless. But Steph Curry in what? His ninth season? 2008. Yeah. Nine. yeah. Eighth or ninth season. Eighth he's going to be top 5 in history yeah, at his three-pointers by the end of the year. Look, it's it's, it's just insane. a different game now where it's suited to him. Kyle as great Kyle as he is, so, we also have to look at how the game is played nowadays. Yeah. yeah, wrapping up the list, we got at number three, Jason Terry, the Jet. Ooh, the Jet. What? Jason Terry's the third most. He's hit the mo third most, most. Yeah, he's wow. the third best three-point of all time. And the truth, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Paul, Paul Pierce. Pierce. The ex-wizard that be beloved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And then now, okay, so now to the expert level question. Expert level question is: <laughs> name the the five players that Beal no, overtook. I'm, I'm gonna have to ask Neil. Kyle Korver. No. Neil, <laughs> none of them. Jason Terry. None, none Paul of them Pierce. are on the other list. Dang. Bradley Beal overtook J.R. Smith for being the youngest player to hit ah. 700 threes. After him, K.D. After him, wow. Gilbert. And what? sitting at number five right now is Kyrie Irving. Wow. So exactly wow. why this was relevant. You hating on my question. Yeah, I'm still hating on your exactly question. Exactly why. It's a pointless question. If you had asked me uh, during what no, was, It was a good I like the question. Yeah. Thank you. Really, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. That brings us to the end of another episode of Shut Your Face. 
We uh, thank you all for joining us. I know this was a tough one, at least for us, to get through after that terrible loss to the Saints. The Redskins are not dead in the water yet, but it's looking like an upward. Yeah, exactly. It's an uphill climb going forward. We'll be back next week, definitely, to break down the Thanksgiving game against the New York Giants. Hopefully the Redskins can come out with a win that they should definitely get. So until next time, this is Shut Your Face, signing off. Peace. H-T-T-R. Deuces. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.